What is up? Welcome to another edition of Sacktown Movie Buffs. Once again, I'm Kier, and this is Jason. And today we are back uh, reviewing actually a new film this time, um, a film that actually is only playing in theaters. Um, I know some of our previous shows, there was a lot of films that were like, you know, either you saw like eight months ago or something crazy or, or uh, you know, I caught it like the last weekend before I left theaters or something of that nature. But this one is yeah. actually relatively new uh, i think it came just out came out last week yeah it just came out last week so that's 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 pretty good for us you know and that's the thing it always yeah. takes us a little bit longer to to get the reviews because we both have to watch the film and then we both have to schedule a time to get together in order to to get the review yep. out um yep. but um i say without further ado i say we get right into it the film that i'm actually referring to is death on the nile um, so if you are familiar, uh, so what, um, Agatha Christie film or Agatha Christie story, I guess, if you will, um, that is uh, based on the novel. Um, so the previous film was, uh, was it Mur Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah. 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 Um, which, uh, is centers around the, the detective, uh, Hercule Perot, played by Kenneth, uh, Brana, Brana, is that right? Brana. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so basically, as you know, he's basically a uh, world-renowned detective, like set, you know, French detective set from like the nineteen twenties, thirties. He's older, older detective. Um, and this film, uh, he's actually invited um, onto uh, basically a boat after like a wedding party on a boat um, that's like basically sailing down the, the the Nile River, which is, you know, the cinematography is just is phenomenal, of course, uh, because they're visiting all of the ancient ruins and things of that nature. I'm sure it's a set, but, I, you know, but still looks nice. <laughs> but uh, and basically, uh, it's got an all-star cast. Um, uh, Gal Gadot, uh, Army Hammer, uh, who else is in there? Uh, uh, Lithia Wright. Um, it's got a bunch of people in here. Um What's the Russell Sophia yeah, Russell Brand? Um, so it's got an all-star cast, and it's it's basically oh, yeah. just in a nutshell. It's basically like uh, Clue, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's basically what those films are. Uh, so basically, you know, there's going to be a murder. I'm not going to tell you who's going to get murdered or who ends up getting murdered. I will tell you this: there, there's there will be more than one murder. I will say that. Um, I'll, I'll leave it at that, but I won't tell you who's going to be because it's like I said, it's a game of Clue. You have to figure out basically who the who the murderer who the murderer is. And then, you know, you'll obviously, as you watch the story, you'll figure out, you know, who's getting murdered and that kind of stuff. Um, so it's really interesting because, you know, you're kind of weaving through to kind of figure out who the murderer is and then there'll be a shift and then something else will happen. And then, you know, there's obviously with all these phones, I'm always kind of like, I think it's this person. And then like, I have to scratch my head. Like, no, I think it's probably this person. And I just kind of went back and forth on that. Uh, but in a nutshell, without going too much into depth and into detail, I liked it. Um, I thought it was a good film. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. It's not perfect by any means. I can't say whether I like this one or the previous film better because I haven't seen that one since it came out in theaters. Um, so I'd have to rewatch that one again. I'm inclined to say this one's a little bit better in my opinion. It's not perfect. Um, and like I said, it's kind of like watching Clue in, in my opinion. So it's got that same kind of storyline where you're kind of trying to figure out who, who did it or um, what was the other one? Knives Out that came out a couple of years ago. So, so kind of oh, yeah. similar in that same kind of vein. Um, but um, this was obviously set, you know, in, you know, like the 19, is it 1930s? Somewhere around there. I don't know. I think so. I think so. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere in that neighborhood anyways. Yeah. Um, but 
what I liked about this one, um, probably more than the first one, if I had to pick anything, is they do give you a little bit more background um, on Hercule. Um, so you learn a little bit more about his beginning and before he became a detective, you know, his time in the military and things of that nature in the service. Um, so you do learn a little bit more about him and kind of maybe ex some some they explain a little bit why maybe he is the way that he is and that kind of stuff. So I did like that they that they took the time and the liberties to do that with his character. Um, he's not like just just this detective that she just shows up, you know, out of the blue and starts figuring out this murder mystery or whatever the case may be. Um, and then, you know, so I did like that about it. But overall, like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was a good film, um, a good popcorn flip. Um, you know, nothing you know, nothing riveting happens in or anything like that. It's not like some amazing, you know, film, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, you know, like I said, it's definitely one that I don't know that I would buy necessarily, but I would definitely watch again. Uh, if it was on TV, I would for sure watch it again. What was your take, Jason? Uh, yeah, I liked it too. I liked it too. Kind of, I, I think we've probably liked it about the same, yeah. you know, liked it. Love yeah. it. Um, I am a huge fan of murder mysteries. Mm -hmm. Um, so obviously I, 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 I gravitate toward this kind of movie. I've never, you know, I, I hate to admit, I've never read any Agatha Christie, but from what I know um, of her, you know, the movies that have been based off of her stories, you know, I, I, I like, I like what she's, I, I, I'm picking up what she's putting down. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. Yeah. I mean, same, you know, I mean, I'm picking yeah. up what she's laying down, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one drawback, I would say, and I felt the same way about the Orient Express one that Kenneth Branagh also directed, you know, he, he directed both of these right. and started both of these. Like there's something like about the approach that is a little bit like too big Hollywood overblown kind of to me. Like, I don't know why, like they're both like wall to wall, like CGI, you know, like you were saying, like it's, yeah, it's, you know, CGI and it's got kind of a, just kind of an artificial feeling and kind of a big, loud, overblown Hollywood event movie kind of feeling that I think to me, and I don't, I can't seem to find anybody who agrees with me really that, but it, it it's not quite right for the material. You know what I mean? Like the, the stories are kind of small scale, simple murder mysteries, you know, with good twists. And to me, they don't lend themselves to this kind of green screen, uh, like big budget approach. Like, I guess, I don't know. Like, I don't, you know, I don't, that's not a deal breaker, but to me, it's just like not the approach that I prefer for murder mysteries. You know, I prefer kind of like what you mentioned knives out or clue, yeah. which is kind of one location, a set. Right. And, and it's all, the focus is more on the characters right. and the performances rather than here. There's obviously been a great deal of, you know, they're not neglecting the performances in the characters, but it's, it's also more of this kind of, big budget yeah it's like a big budget big you know big broad visuals but you know it's all in front of a green screen like you said um so yeah that is um i, I definitely would agree with that and I, I know you you're you have a you take some some issues with if it's like overly or overtly cgi you know um uh, which i mean i i notice it um it doesn't bother me quite as much um just because i'm so used to it because everything now is because it's just so much cheaper just to do it with cgi than it is to try to get to fly the whole cast to like, you know, the Amazon or to, yeah. you know, to, to the Nile river and try to shoot this like legit, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it just, 
you know, the production value would be even, you know, would be astronomical to, to get all those people to go. And I'm sure this film was shot somewhere during COVID. My assumption is, I don't know how, how long it was pushed back or whatever, but um, yeah, you know, so just based on that, that, that also presents additional challenges as well. So you kind of have to have the the crew on a tight set. Um, so I, 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 so like I said, I mean, I, I'm not like a hater of CGI, but there is something uh, dumbed down when it's when it's heavy CGI for sure. Um, which which like you said, this film is it's just basically the entire cast is in front of a green screen. But I mean, that's the case with pretty much every single film that comes out that's a big budget movie these days. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, so any Marvel film, any whatever film that you want to you want to say, it, it it's all pretty much shot in front of a bunch of a bunch of CGI. That's and that's just kind of how things are now these days. So I just kind of. I, you know, like I said, I, I recognize it and I can see it, but I, I, I forgive it because that's just the way that movies are made today. So unfortunately, so it's not, it's not going to go back to the other way where they have to actually, you know, I mean, there are some directors that still like to use the old school, real props, real locations, things of that nature. But <clears throat> for the most part, just because of costs, um, you know, and you couldn't have got these, these, uh, this cast if you were going to try to do it for real, you know what I mean? Like, because I'm sure the, the going salary of some of these people and, flying them all over the world it would have been just so astronomical the film would have never got made you know so you also have to look at it from that perspective as well yeah i know i know it's you know and i don't have anything against cgi um but you know i'm always going to be a proponent of practical effects and real locations um but i don't know there just seems to be a tipping point for me sometimes like there's a tipping point where cgi being used as augmentation becomes cgi being like the whole thing and again like th this is really is not that kind of movie um because there are interior sets right like right yeah yeah i mean i we're we're getting a little bit off a tangent on that because yeah, I, I, know, yeah. I know where you're going with it because there are certain films obviously there are a lot of horror films where they you know prefer to use cgi over real prosthetics and and i i, I totally get get that as well because you look at the, the films from like you know the the 80s and things of that nature, the films that we grew up loving, you know, they use more practical yeah. effects. Um, but well, it was all there was. Yeah, that's all there was. There wasn't yeah. CGI. But, you know, as things got into like the mid 90s, late 90s, or into the 2000s, CGI just became so much cheaper, so much readily available, so much easier to do that now films are just kind of all done CGI for the most part. So, yeah. Yeah. But this is a big tangent. So yeah. just to bring it back to Death on the Nile. Yeah. Um, my small <laughs> yeah. gripe with Death on the Nile, um, and this might have been the case in the original film as well, or the previous film, I should say. Um, you know, I, I haven't seen that one in a while, but it I felt like it took a little longer than 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 I had hoped for for the death to even happen. It was like an almost an hour into the film oh, before yeah. you know the death even happened. Um, you know, the film's titled Death on the Nile, but you have to wait over an hour to even before there's even a death. I, I felt like there was a little bit too much, you know, because there's so many characters that they have to try to introduce. You know what I mean? I would have almost preferred them to have had the murder happen and then back it up to everything else. So at least you can kind of figure out the characters and do some sort of, you know, character development while you're trying to figure out, you know, but they try to introduce all these characters and all the major players before the death even happened. So I just kind of made it a little bit harder to, um, made it a little bit of a long film for me. Um, you know, so I felt like it was a little long just because it took so long with all the introductions. I'm not saying that character development is not necessary, but like I said, the film's called Death on the Nile, but you know, we're, you know, you're, 
you know, almost two thirds into the film before the death happens. So, um, yeah. you know, and then things like just go quick right after that. You know what I mean? Then it's like, boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? So, uh, but it just, I just yeah. felt like it took a little, it took a little longer than my liking before there actually was a, an actual death. That That's my only small gripe. So, so. Yeah. Yeah. It, it didn't bother me so much, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and then one thing I wanted to mention that I did really like, and I would also agree that I like this one, I think a little more than the other one, but I also haven't seen that one since 2016 or whenever right. it came out. Um, 17, 18. I don't remember when it came out, honestly, but I did like that. Like you said, um, it does take a more like a surprisingly emotional approach, especially to Kenneth Branagh's character, who in the first one is pretty much, you know, the, the, you know, he's a one dimensional, you know Sherlock Holmes type detective. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, who can who just has this uncanny ability to know exactly what happened and like look just look at something and know. You know, it's kind of a stock character. It's a fun stock character, but mm. it's a stock character. Oh, for sure. But here, they it was kind of surprising to me that they they kind of made him like a three dimensional human being. You know, with emotions and everything like that, and um, kind of a surprising approach. Uh, but I thought that gave it like an extra, like definite edge over the first one, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to add about death on the Nile? Uh, no, no. Well, great. All right. Well, I say without further ado, uh, you know, what is your overall grade and face you would give this one? I gave it a three and a half out of five, which for me is a solid B. So it's not, I didn't go wild over it, uh, but I definitely enjoyed it. So that's a, you know, a, a, a pleased, pleased face. <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah i'm about half star below you i gave it a three a three out of three out of five but you know like i said if as you as you are always quick to point out anything i give three <laughs> five is like my second highest grade apparently um so i gave yeah. it a three out of five which means i liked it but didn't love it um so yeah. it's just a big smile no teeth in this case um, but I did enjoy it. So um, I thought it was fun. It's a good popcorn flick. It's just a fun murder mystery. Um, the only thing about these types of murder mysteries, and I guess maybe all murder mysteries are this way, is you can you can figure out who the, the killers are. But the way that the stories are always told, you would never figure out that it happened the way that it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always that's always my biggest issue because you're supposed to, like, try to figure out how it unfolded. But then when all the facts are presented, there's like, well, there's no way I would have known that. You know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I mean, I I had sort of guessed, you know, the murder uh, or, you know, I sort of guessed, you know, who, who it was. Um, I just, or had a, a strong hunch, you know what I mean? But uh, mm -hmm. just because of some things that did happen and I had questioned, but, um, but the way that it unfolds, there's no way that I could have guessed that it was going to unfold the way that, that, you know, that it did, you know, so that kind of stuff. So, so that makes it kind of tough too. Yeah. But I digress. Uh, let us know down in the comments. Have you seen death on the Nile? Did you like it? Did you not like it? As always, if you like the channel, we ask that you like subscribe, make sure you hit that bell notification and we'll be back again with another show for you guys. We thank you for watching. Hope you have a great day.